Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 240, just after the third request. Jesus, I commend to you these particular persons, my confessors, persons recommended to my prayers, a certain person, Father Andras, Father Chaputa, and the priest I met in Vilnius, Father Sopochko, who is to be my confessor, a certain soul, a certain priest, a certain religious, to whom you know how much I owe. Jesus and all the people who have been recommended to my prayer, Jesus, on this day, you can do everything for those for whom I am pleading. For myself, I ask, Lord, transform me completely into yourself. Maintain in me a holy zeal for your glory. Give me the grace and spiritual strength to do your holy will in all things. Thank you, O my dearest bridegroom, for the dignity you have conferred on me, and in particular for the royal court of arm, coat of arms which will adorn me from this, from this day on, and which even the angels do not possess, namely the cross, the sword, and the crown of thorns. But above all, O my Jesus, I thank you for your heart. It is all I need. Mother of God, Most Holy Mary, my mother, you are my mother in a special way now because your beloved son is my bridegroom, and thus we are both your children. For your son's sake, you have to love me. O Mary, my dearest mother, guide my spiritual life in such a way that it will please your son. Holy and omnipotent God, at this moment of immense grace by which you are uniting me with yourself forever, I, mere nothingness, with the utmost gratitude, cast myself at your feet like a tiny, unknown flower, and each day the fragrance of that flower of love will ascend to your throne. In times of struggle and suffering, of darkness and storm, of yearning and sorrow, in times of difficult trials, in times when nobody will understand me, when I will even be condemned and scorned by everyone, I will remember the day of my perpetual vows, the day of God's incomprehensible grace. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, Special Resolutions of the Retreat, May 1st, 1933. Love of Neighbor. First, helpfulness toward the sisters. Second, do not speak about those who are absent and defend the good name of my neighbor. Third, rejoice in the success of others. O God, how much I desire to be a small child. You are my father, and you know how little and weak I am. So I beg you, keep me close by your side all my life, and especially at the hour of my death. Jesus, I know that your goodness surpasses the goodness of a most tender mother. I will thank the Lord Jesus for every humiliation and will pray especially for the person who has given me the chance to be humiliated. I will imitate, immolate myself for the benefit of souls. 
I will not count the cost of any sacrifice. I will cast myself beneath the feet of the sisters, like a carpet on which they can not only tread, but also wipe their feet. My place is under the feet of the sisters. I will make every effort to obtain that place unnoticed by others. It is enough that God sees this. Now a gray, ordinary day has begun. The solemn hours of the perpetual vows have passed. But God's great grace has remained in my soul. I feel I am all God's. I feel I am his child. I feel I am wholly God's property. I experience this in a way that can be physically sensed. I am completely at peace about everything because I know it is the spouse's business to look after me. I have forgotten about myself completely. My trust, placed in his most merciful heart, has no limit. I am continuously united with him. It seems to me as though Jesus could not be happy without me, nor could I without him. Although I understand that God, being God, he is happy in himself and has absolutely no need of any creature, still, his goodness compels him to give himself to the creature and with a generosity which is beyond understanding. On her vow day, St. Faustina commends to Jesus many people who had helped her along the way of, this, of the, her spiritual life and helped her to reach this wonderful day of her betrothal to Jesus. And in her prayer, St. Faustina has an appreciation for all the great graces that she has received from our Lord on that day. Other religious who make their final vows probably don't appreciate the deeper meaning of that day uh, to the degree that St. Faustina does. Faustina begs Mary for grace that she might always please Jesus with her conduct. Uh, she feels now she has a special and a deeper relationship with Mary because of her betrothal to Jesus. She expresses gratitude to God, and she is aware that her mission will continue to involve darkness and suffering like that of her spouse. She makes a number of resolutions to avoid certain practices and to grow in holiness through God's grace and through the choices that she makes. She recognizes that even sufferings and humiliations, although uncomfortable, can be stepping stones to greater holiness. And then she mentions that the day of the final vows was a gray, ordinary day. That reminds me of when my parents used to attend the vow ceremonies and ordinations of the men in my religious community when I was a religious formator. They were edified by the ceremonies and the zeal of the young men offering themselves to God. My mother was always moved and she said that it was like a taste of heaven. She'd say that the world outside this chapel with all its problems has no idea what happened in here today. And God's grace, although often hidden from the world, transforms souls like St. Faustina. And in this way, slowly, the world as well is being transformed. Finally, St. Faustina appreciates God's generosity in giving himself to souls. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast 
to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.